<laughs> and a one, and a two, and a... Uh, I can't ever get that timing down. Oh, there it, it is. Happens. Uh, are we good now? Are we good now? Oh, man, another episode of the Big Ten and Rich podcast. Po- Post-Christmas, pre-New Year's. pre We should go over the injury report for uh, Titans. Um, they did. Eric Henry. Uh, their offensive line and rich <laughs> for having to go to the, they're rich for having to go to that game. Their offensive line has been been out <laughs> for the season. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh man, dude, that was so I feel so bad for Richard that he has to work I, this game. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Uh. You want it's to brag just, about the you want to brag about the good times. Oh, I mean, that's the thing. He 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 is not he's not complaining about it. That's I'll give him credit. Like he's 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 rolling with it. But like, damn, dude, like it's just like to add insult to injury. Like, all right, so the season was looking good, and then they go on this nice little losing streak. And then, you know, the the, the general manager gets fired, and then it's just like well, if you rem- remember at the beginning of the season, I said, Richard, I think the Jaguars are going to re- win this division. I, re- I remember that, uh, and I'll tell you, I remember that. And then at some point... The Titans went one way and the Jaguars went another. And I was like, I'm wrong. They're not. Right, and that's the thing. I, rem- I remember you were like, yeah, the Jaguars are better than what people think. and Because they were, they were in some close games and they were winning some games. And yeah, then and you're right. And they they started to slip a little bit. And then you're like, well, oh, maybe not. But then now all of a sudden, you know, they're jailing again. I dude, I just don't I don't think there's any way that the Jags don't win that division. If the Titans dude, there's there's no I, I'm I'm looking at it on all fronts. And I'm seeing the way that Trevor Lawrence is playing now. And the run game looks the run game looks decent. Yeah, he's getting his footing. The run game's really that offensive line is clicking. And especially like the especially the the pass game to the running backs, mm-hmm. like the wide receivers are playing really well. Dude, just think about if this team carries over into next year, and everybody's still clicking, and they add Calvin Ridley. Yes, dude, they're gonna be good, man. <laughs> it could be passing the torch, as far as as far as the division goes. I mean, and, that, and it's I know Richard's not really here to defend himself, but they were a game away from the Super Bowl two years ago, three years oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, and then the next year, they had the best record in the AFC. Like, it's just. I think that loss to, to the Bengals last year. I think that had that some. Uh, I think that has some resonating effects because you talk about storybook, everything lining up perfectly. Like they were beating teams like that they oh. weren't supposed to be. Their defense was. Their defense was absolutely savage at, at, at certain points, and yeah. then Derrick Henry came back. Yep. You know, they, they, you know, it was it was like a storybook. Like you couldn't even you couldn't erode it any better. It's like 
The team pulled through, got to the playoffs, won all these games without Derrick Henry, and now he's back. And then he comes back and it's just a fucking dud. Well, he really didn't play that much, too, if I remember correctly. Like, no, and I think I think really I, I don't think they could play him that much because I mean I think they were just worried about him getting re-injured. Yeah. Which at, like, which at which at that point it's like well why don't you stick with the guys that that got you to that point because their other running backs were playing pretty well but in like, his in his absence. Even like you you got the team you wanted. They yeah. wanted the Bengals. And you well, still couldn't like they, the whole thing was like oh we're gonna get to I think it was one of those world. things that they they thought they wanted the Bengals. Now granted their offensive line last year was stout pretty pretty yeah Titans not Bengals no Sorry, the Bengals I'm talking about the, loud. yeah the Titans was pretty good but it was the, the, I guess maybe the reason why they would have wanted the Bengals last year is because their offensive line was pretty pretty porous nine, last year nine sacks in a playoff game and loss. You got to bring in all kinds of priests and holy. That's men. defeating for the defense. Yeah. That is defeating. Oh yeah, because the th- if you think about, I mean, there really wasn't much else they could have done. Oh, and because the because it's not like the Bengals. The Bengals did not score a lot of points. No, so, they capped that. They capped that offense. Yeah, but they let those them turnovers, play. man. They let him in the game. They it was straight up. Game. It was straight up the turnovers. I don't. Know, I don't know if Ryan Tannehill ever be the same. Because it kind of reminds. Yeah, that you're right there. That like that kind of showed that that he fell kind of too after that game. And he was honest about it. That you know, it kind of even said you know it haunted him enough yeah. to where he had to go talk to people about it, which is pretty. It. It's it's interesting to hear someone just say that, you know, in a league where, you know, it's just like it's frowned upon to talk about stuff like that, or or has been in the past. So I don't, yeah, I don't. I at least did now. appreciate the fact that he's like, look, man, like that shit bothered me, you know, like. I think since Dak came out and talked about his depression, and now he had to go to counseling, I think it's starting to become more normal yeah you know now there is still a stigma some guys still think there's a stigma but i think the it's, it's starting to become more no, no, normal in uh professional football yeah i'm just I, like i don't see how the Bengals secondary just doesn't absolutely their defensive line's really good but we're talking about a secondary that still employs eli apple kenny speaking of him dude can shout out Shout out to my boy. <laughs> yes. One finger in the air for our boy, Kenny. The greatest quarterback in Alabama history and New England Patriots history. He is my dude. Dude, that was such an amazing I, play. It was, but it was so, like, I I can't say, I can't say it's unnecessary, no, it was very necessary. I can't say it's unnecessary because while he might not have earned it that game, he did at some point. Oh, he's earned it his whole career. He and, he, and he talks and he talks a lot, a lot, a lot of shit. And he's so bad. What's so funny is is 
you literally, you know firsthand when he played for the Saints, he literally made that defense a Super Bowl defense when he got hurt and couldn't play anymore. Oh, it was great. I remember like, being there. Well, I remember. I don't remember where I was watching the game. Maybe it was. Maybe it was Von Elrods or somewhere. And I'm like, "Fuck this guy, man!" Every time they're torturing this guy. Like every time they're throwing whoever whoever he's guarding. That was the Dallas Monday Night game. Maybe it was. When maybe it they was. threw. That's the only person they threw to. They threw at him. And then and it's it like ma- you keep seeing him give up these plays, and then he gets hurt. And then the game completely turns around, and you're like, huh? <laughs> and I think the Saints were like, our backup is better than him? Why didn't we realize that? Because you gave up like a second round. Again, the Saints. And I'll give him, I'll give him some credit to this degree that he does. Which, but he, he lets it get to his head. He will make plays here and there, right? But the highlights don't outweigh – the times that he's gotten burnt. Like, people don't just post pictures of burnt toast on Twitter and name it Eli Apple for no reason. And it hasn't been, it's not like a, it's not like a one, at once, you know, it's been, it's happened multiple times. Eli Apple has lucked into more good plays than anybody in the NFL. Yeah. And I mean it in every sense of the word. His interceptions aren't like, I'm trying to think of a really good cornerback that makes difficult interceptions. Like Deion Sanders, Patrick Peterson, Richard Sherman. Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon, like, he doesn't make plays on balls ever. Or uh, Josh Norman. When he does make plays on them, he usually makes the wrong play, and the guy goes for about 80 yards. Yeah. Man, I don't like the dude. There's something, like, I understand talking shit. But, like, those guys that, like, it's part of their game, you know what I mean, to where it, it's, like, it's, 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 like, it's one of the, it's, like, they go, when they go to their bag of tricks, like, 50% of it's talking shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, it's hard for me to really, like, I just don't like those guys. And that's him, he, like, he has to get into people's heads. Where, like, Richard Sherman was kind of one of those guys, but he was, like, but no, see, he was elite, thing. elite talent to go with. Eli it. Apple does it, and he doesn't get in anybody's heads because they look at him and go, "Dog, you're Eli Apple." Oh, I know, but I'm just saying that that's what he does, though. He tries to talk so much shit to try to get an advantage to get people heated up, and it's just like I hate it. I guarantee, in practice, they don't even let Jamar Chase go against them. To me, he's like he's like the Patrick the Patrick Beverly of the fucking NFL. I, I wouldn't even put that on him because at least Patrick Beverly works hard. That's true. Still sucks. <laughs> I mean, he's not garbage. Gar- like, no, Apple no, but like the way he. Professional I'm just saying, if player. you look at his, if you look at his stat line versus the stuff that he says, you're like, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You can't even be sixth man of the year. Like, stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that. Maybe he was yeah, at some yeah, point, yeah. but like. Maybe they're, like, if you were saying they have the same size head. I believe that. Yeah, I was just saying, like, the mentality is about the same. Out of control ego. Yeah. But I will say this. Patrick Beverly's at least entertaining. Yeah. Eli Apple is just, anytime he talks, everybody's like, you're Eli Apple. 
Like your name is a absolute just if I was to call someone if I if I went to my boss and said you're the Eli Apple of your position, I'd get fired for derogatory comment. Yeah. True <laughs> That's that. how bad he is. Then did he I forget what the deal was with him and his mom or something for the he Super Bowl tickets out. last year. Oh, she was trying to get tickets for the Super Bowl. I don't know. Him and his mom complain about everything. And I feel like he was trying to get her to buy some. Like <laughs> she was oh, basically no. asking him, like, "What's up with some tickets?" And he's like, <laughs> "Something about what's up with Ticketmaster or something." I don't remember what he was saying. It was some. It was. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, Damn, dude. Mates, they're weird. Like his mom is half the reason why he got ran out of New York. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, the Eagles could make a run for the Super Bowl. They they could, man. They, uh, I like I like the Bengals, man. Their their defense but is not. It's it's just like it was last year. Good yeah, defensive line, good linebackers. It's enough. It's it's one of those things where it's like sometimes you have teams where. You know, the defense is so good, you just need the offense not to fuck it up. It's like, it's like, it's that. You know what I mean? It's like, their offense is good, it's so good that where you just, the defense just needs to hold. It's like Joe Burrow goes to the defense and goes, I'm going to put up 34 points this game. Don't let them score 35. Don't let them score 33, you know? Mm -hmm. Something like that. Um, But like, I don't know. See, that's the other part. Like, I think this year more than ever, there's not that many actual Super Bowl teams. Like, ah. we know who the Super Bowl teams are. Buffalo, it's 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 compelling. I'll say that. Definitely, Bengals, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, Chiefs for sure. Are com- competitors, yeah. But I think that's good though because now there's not as many like like pretenders out there. Uh, the thing is, like, the 49ers is one of those teams where, like, depending on how Brock Purdy plays, like, if he keeps playing the way he's playing now and just not fucking up and maybe, like, limiting his inter- interceptions or turnovers, like, one per game or less, yeah. like, like they, got, think, they got enough, especially if um, uh, I, I think Debo gets healthier. Yeah, I think they are. You're exactly right. They're one of and like the NFC doesn't have that many Super Bowl teams. And I feel like too, like the like the Chargers could. You love them. You love. I don't. It's just something they, they've got. It's just one of those things they got so many weapons on both sides of the ball, and I'm just waiting, and I'm wondering like, is this gonna be like that late season click? But even then, like the last game they played, like I was expecting to see more offense. You know what I mean? With with them having um, yeah, uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams back out there together, and I mean they're they're statistic- statistically they win obviously they win a much higher percentage of games when both those guys are playing, regardless of how many points they score. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like with with both also coming back, they could they could they might make a little splash, might surprise some people. Who knows? But yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the Bengals, the Bengals are definitely in there. I mean, there's a lot more as far as the AFC goes. 
I feel like there's a lot more. There's a lot more on the AFC side. Because yeah, I mean you got definitely you got the Eagles and the 49ers. Green Bay, could they make a run? The Vikings, ah, the Vikings, the Vikings. Maybe? I don't think one thing is I don't think Green Bay has the juice at all. No. And the Vikings. Oh my god! They have dude. the talent, but that's they, about they, it. But everybody's waiting for them to implode. But do they have the worst? I don't think that you can keep. I don't think you can keep doing that, man. When you've got the worst defense in the league, like you get in the playoffs, you cannot get down that that far. And have to rely on your offense every time to come back. Like I don't, I don't know the 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 Colts won the Super Bowl with a really bad defense. It's. I mean, at some point though, their defense was like damn near the worst in the league. Oh, it and still I, is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like that's just like. I mean, they got some players. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think Kirk Cousins can keep doing that, man. Like, I just don't see that. I don't see that formula working in the playoffs. Like that's the other thing. Like, you cannot think they're going to win the Super Bowl. But do you think they could make it to the Super Bowl? Do you think they could beat Philadelphia? Dude, in the NFC, absolutely. I mean, I think anything could happen. With, if it's, <coughs> right. anything, anything could happen. But with the NFC, it's like you can never tell. Like The Eagles are obviously the cream of the crop. Like If they would have had Jalen Hurts, I feel like they definitely would have beaten Dallas the second time. Yeah. And they never should have lost to Washington. But that's the, but the thing is they did. So and I'm not saying Washington is a, is a decent team. So they're, I'm not I'm not literally sh- a quarterback away. Right, I'm not shitting on them. But if Washington can beat them, then I feel like any of the other playoff teams could at some point. If they don't, if they don't, if they if they. If they if they don't decide to, if they don't decide to play the standard, right, it could it could happen. And the thing is, if they're out, any of the other teams could could make it, as long as it's not Dallas. <laughs> like straight up, oh. I, can't, I can't I can't deal I couldn't deal with Dallas in the Super Bowl. Oh, I couldn't. I mean, I can deal with them in the Super Bowl as long as they get beat. Dude, I loved it. Now, I mean. For nostalgic reasons, would it be awesome to see Cowboys Bills? I just yeah. watch the Bills absolutely take them apart. Oh man, it'd be the best. Oh, because awesome. I mean the storylines too. Stefan versus Trayvon. Oh, uh, Stefan would cook them. I would hope so. You know what's funny about Trayvon? A lot of people don't talk about this, but he makes a lot of like he makes a lot of interceptions. He always he gets a lot of interceptions. But he's also always ranked in the top 10 for, like, big plays. Mm. Like, the the reverse of it. Like, he gives so us like a, a lot of long So, it's like a risk-reward risk type thing. Yeah, but a lot of them are he just gets, like, burnt on plays. Like, mm. he gets caught out of position. And so, like, I think with time... Like, he'll get better, but it's just like right now, it's either, it's not even either I'm going to pick this off or you're going to score a touchdown. It's it's more like more big plays will happen 
like three big plays will happen to one interception. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, ah, you know, he's good, but there's a kind of level out on the back end where people don't talk about it because they're winning football games. That's wild. I don't know. If I had, if you gunned ahead right now and I had to pick, I'm going to say Philadelphia because I have a future on them. And I don't know, man. I just. This is good. Hey, this is a good reason. Bill's just billing. All right. And I, I could see Kansas City sneaking in. The Philadelphia, Kansas City. If I had to pick right now. I mean, I think it's like, I mean, that's the thing. Only thing that's scary about Kansas City is that you're not hearing as much about Kansas City. Right, like you do still hear about them, but it's not like that, like overwhelming, like Kansas City Patrick Mahomes talk. But this is what's crazy. If and I feel like that's the Kansas City game, or looked at like paid attention to them. They're doing crazy stuff. It's oh, just, dude, Patrick Mahomes that's is up the there. norm. Patrick Mahomes is out there cooking. <laughs> like, dude, it's the norm now. So it's like, uh, unless he throws a touchdown with only one hand, and he throws it with the hand that's missing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. people don't care. They're like, oh, yeah, whatever. We expect that. But the crazy mm-hmm. part about it is, this is the, arguably without their best player. He's playing yeah. in Miami now. And that's the thing. Like, if he is. And it's wild, but I mean, yeah, it's just like, I mean, people do still talk about it. It's not as much, but he'll probably end up winning the MVP. Or he may not because we've just grown accustomed to everything that he does. Yeah. I don't know. I still feel like I would like to see Jalen Hurts get it. I don't think he will though. I think Patrick I think I think Patrick I think Patrick Mahomes will still get it. Yeah, I think Tua kind of took himself out of it last game Uh, where he threw three picks. Poor guy. But I just feel like that I don't know, something about the something about how low key Kansas City is right now. I like them. I feel like I, like I feel like I feel like they have a huge. They have a shot. I might put a little. I might see the odds when I get into town. Put a little. Put a little. Uh, sprinkle a little bit on Chiefs Super Bowl. I mean, it's not necessarily a hot take to say it's going to be between them and Buffalo, but. <laughs> no, it's not. But I think people now, like I think, like you said, people just aren't paying attention to them. And that's and when it seems to get dangerous. And it's one of those things, like, I have so many, like, I don't really care at this point, so, but I have so many different, like, pots on the fire. Like, Minnesota would be cool just to see. And then, like, well, obviously, like, the Bengals, they won. Like, it'd be cool to see, like, yeah. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and those guys get a Super Bowl. I see. This is what you need to do, Kenny. You need to you need to bet a future. You need to pick a team right now. Just go out and just say, "All right, I'm gonna put this amount on this team, and I'm just gonna ride with them through the playoffs." Well, it's kind of, it's a little late. So if I was gonna put if I was gonna put money on any team right now, it would be the Chargers because that's where that's where the money would be at. Everybody, I think probably the only 
honest money teams would be Buffalo and Philadelphia. I bet even Kansas City's probably plus like 150. Uh, Can you look it up? Let's see if I can. This is riveting podcasting right now. I'm seeing for outright Buffalo at plus 350, Kansas City at plus 450. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. 450 is nice. Don't tell me it's not. Yeah. It ain't bad. I mean, we may have to become Chiefs fans. Chargers are at plus 2,800. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Hey, first uh, first I, ever playoff game. All I'm going to say is. For Justin Herbert. If you're that confident in it, you know what to do. Yeah. Sprinkle. Um, you want to get into a little. Well, actually, I have one last thing on pro football. And then we can move on. How horrible is Russell Wilson? I don't, dude. I don't know what happened to him. Like, I'm not saying like he was a world beater last year, but like, it's it's hard. It's it's hard to watch. It's so bad. And that's the thing. Like, and and even even I sipped the Kool Aid a little bit at first because I was like, when I was looking at my draft, I purposely was looking at Broncos wire. Receivers, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for, for Judy or uh, or Sutton, right? Because, mm-hmm. man, their offense is probably going to be pretty decent this year, and nobody's going to be looking at and, – and Judy was out there. I was like, yeah. And I'm watching these games, and I'm like, what is going on? And it's just like the way – and it's not even just their performance. It's the way the players are reacting, like the meltdowns, like – Judy's melting down. Offensive linemen are melting down. Backup quarterbacks are getting into fights with offensive linemen. And, like, uh, defensive players got, are – Do you know why he got in a fight with them? I didn't hear the backstory. No. He, he was taken up for Russell. Oh, no. I knew, I knew, I knew he was oh, – yeah, okay. yeah, I knew he was taken up for Russell Wilson. But I, I, don't, I don't know, like, what, what sparked him to have to take up for him. Probably because they were, like – Unless they were out there, unless he felt like they were out there turnstile and on purpose. I mean, the things that have come out about Russell recently leads me to believe he's not necessarily the team guy he portrays himself to be in public. Yeah. Like, a lot of things have come out that are, like, true things. Like, his locker isn't necessarily where everybody else's is. Mm-hmm. He has his own private office in the locker room. So kind of like the Michael Jordan effect. You remember whenever we watched, you watched that documentary and there's always Michael hanging out with his friends in a room. Like Russell has that, but it's his office. Um, In a podcast with Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman, Uh, Richard Sherman asked Marshawn, uh, when's the last time you talked to your boy? And he said, no, Marshawn told Richard, he's like, man, you need to talk to your boy. You need to talk to your boy. And Richard Sherman goes, man, I ain't calling nobody's agent. And Marshawn goes, I know, man, that's right. I ain't calling them. Last time I did, they told me I had to make an appointment. I'm not making an appointment to talk to you. 
That's see, yeah, that's that's a little much. Like if and that's the thing. Like Marshawn Lynch, arguably one of the most night. Like if I met Marshawn Lynch, he would probably treat me with the same respect as he would treat another stranger. Yeah, you know, like he just seems like that type of guy where he's just a nice guy. You know, he's silly, he's goofy, he just likes to have fun. It's just like treating him. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's like, dude, okay, we get it. NFL quarterback, busy dude, right? Yeah. I understand. I understand all that. But y'all played on the same team. Y'all play. Y'all y'all are in the same league. Played on the same team. And if you even, I don't care if you're not boys or whatever. Like, you should be able. To, I mean, obviously had somewhat of a relationship, but you should be able to call somebody on your team. Directly if and have them anything, answer. You shouldn't get big timed by people on your own team. Russell that's some shit. Answering. That's some shit that people do to their friends if they hit the lottery. You know what I mean? Like assholes would be like, nah, bro, you gotta go on Russell, a schedule. Russell should be picking up the phone on one ring for Marshawn. Marshawn won him that Super Bowl. Oh, sure. Let's not let's not get crazy here. Could have won and another Russell. <laughs> Lost him a Super Bowl. Yeah, well, you. So I guess we have we have opposing opinions on that. Maybe. Well, he did lose it, but I felt like I felt like the coaching staff lost that. Honestly. Yeah, but you got to be smart enough to be like, hey, let's change this. Now, would he have been the man if he audibled out of it? Absolutely. Absolutely. But he didn't. So yeah. Was it because of ego he didn't audible out of it? Things start to point to yes. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, maybe he won't. Maybe he wanted to be the hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's, there's something to that. But like, there's some really like strange things coming out of Denver about Russell. Like how they made it a point that fifty percent of the team showed up to his Halloween party. They made a point yeah. to say that, you know. Yeah, because it's oh, you know when you hear something, and I heard about that too, and it's like sometimes you hear about stuff like that, and at first you're like, "Damn, man, I feel bad for dude." You know what I mean? Like, as far as like human nature, it's like you you default yeah. to like, "Man, I can't believe his teammates are doing him like that." You know what I mean? But then it's like, like you said, what is it? What is it that we don't know about? You know, there has to be more. But what? See, this is the other part that it came out because people were saying the team doesn't like they're not gelling with Russell. Nobody really likes Russell on the team. Well, then it, they were like, well, if, you know, his agent, wink, wink, put out that well, fifty percent of the team showed up. If people don't like him, then why would fifty percent of the team show up? Yeah, if he, yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah, and you're it would be less like, than half. Why, my thing is, is why does it matter? Why is that important? It's not. Because any other quarterback would be like, whatever. Hey, guys, let's focus. But no, Russell's got to have it out. Yeah. Russell's got to have it out that he's doing lunges on a plane ride. That, see, yeah, and that's the thing. Stuff like that is so stupid, man. And, like, it makes you wonder, like, God, dude, I mean, like, like if we just got done playing, if this dude decided – he was going to do these lunges on the plane. Was there nobody there? I mean, I understand there's probably people rolling their eyes and stuff, but like, 
You'd have thought one of these dudes would be like, dude, go sit down. Well, see, no one's going to say anything to him. Because management. Yeah. And the other thing is, is, you remember last year he hurt his hand and couldn't play for Seattle? Oh, yeah. And yeah. so somehow a camera found him doing a simulated game run through before before the game took place because he couldn't yeah. play. But, oh, no, where did the camera... The camera's got me? Darn. Mm-hmm. He's just a weird dude, man. And, it's just, and I think we're finding out that offensive system helped him a lot. Maybe so, man. Because, yeah, he... I don't know, a couple of years back, it was last year, you know, not, not, maybe not last year, a year before. Actually, it was a couple seasons in a row where it was like, right at the beginning of the seasons, like, for like the first half of the seasons... He was like in, in in legitimate MVP conversations, yeah, because of his QBR and his his like uh, touchdowns, uh, completion percentage, and all that stuff. And then it's like every time towards the end of the season, it's like this is like a significant drop off. Yeah, he Philip Rivers. Yeah, so Philip Rivers would just tear it up for a half a season. You don't know which the first or last, but he would tear it up. And then he would disappear. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how some quarterbacks are like that. I'll say this. Yeah, I, I just did not expect this much of a I – mean, obviously nobody expected this much of a job. Oh, no, no one did at all. But, you know – With all the talent around him, I, I thought he was going to do pretty well, up. to be honest. Yeah, same, same. But I guess now you look at it and you, like, you bring that ego into a locker room you know, and it just doesn't hit people right. I mean, they're just gonna have to build around them. Yeah, and, it's, and, and I, don't, I think it, they will. And it's hard to understand too, like exactly what's going on and how people feel because you're never gonna know 100. percent Because you see stuff happen on the field, but then guys will come out and they'll defend him on social media and out in public. So it's like, what's the real? What's the real story? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. with a different coach and stuff like next year, we'll see if anything's different. Right. But right. yeah, what, what a what a pathetic season for them. And it's honestly the that just that division in general. I remember begin the beginning of the season. It was just like one of those like that division was so overly hyped. They're like, we don't any one of these teams could win the division. Oh yeah, and, and you now, know from the from the outside looking in, the beginning of the season, it was true. But then now you're looking at like the Chargers, kind of barely got in the playoffs. Kansas City ended up floating to the top. Right. The Raiders imploded. Well, you heard they're benching Derek Carr. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now, now you're ending up with a season where he's he's a healthy scratch for the last couple games of the season. Is in like. I feel bad for that guy. And Devontae Adams he, is having to come out and defend him. Like, he didn't do anything to deserve it. He, I mean, you're a horrible coach. You're about to lose your best. You can say 1A, 1B. You can pick between the two. But Devontae Adams and Jacobs are your, your two best players. Yeah. And he's leaving. Yeah, Josh Jacobs came out and said, he's like, I'm glad they didn't sign me. 
<laughs> and if they, I mean, the thing is too, like if if they end up shipping Carr out, because I, I was reading something about his contract, like if they cut him before the Super Bowl, like they're only out like five million or something like that, based on the way yeah, his contract's structured. So it's not bad. Somebody's gonna pick him up. I or mean, they could trade. Or they could trade him like. Washington wouldn't be that bad of a landing spot. You got to get rid of what's his name. I've even seen the Titans as being a potential spot. I I wouldn't like. Okay, well let's think of potential spots. Tampa Bay, yeah. realistically, Tampa Bay, Tennessee, New Orleans. New Orleans. The thing is, like, yeah, Washington. I mean, there's so many teams that need. Dude, if they cut him, he automatically becomes the hottest free agent. I can't think of another quarterback that's a free agent. Yeah, it does suck for him, though, man, because I, I feel like, I mean, he probably has every fucking passing record that the Raiders ever had, you know, as far as for, for, for the for the, um, for the the franchise. If not, he's close up. He's high it, up there. Yeah, and it's like, and he's had his moments, both good and bad, but like. Yeah. God, I just don't understand. I don't understand what... And this is the thing, I guess some, sometimes you just never know what's going on behind the scenes, but, like, to healthy scratch a guy like that, like, it makes you feel like there's something... Something very some, wrong. Something happened. Something something else happened. I just don't think he's happy. I don't think he's happy since John Gruden left. Probably he was not. a big Gruden guy, so I, I just don't think... He, he, it's just not a fit for him anymore. And I don't think – I would say this. If Bruce Arians was still coaching Tampa Bay, I would really be an all-in on him. Yeah. But, like, I think we're seeing now in Tampa Bay, Bruce Arians really was – I mean, look at the points per game since he's gone. And people are like, well, the offensive line. Uh, I mean this is the thing so there there are the teams yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say there are teams that don't necessarily have the best offensive lines but are making it because they're getting the ball out in what like sub three seconds sometimes mm-hmm. Tom, so like this is the other thing that makes me mad tom's not catching any heat about bad play he's not playing good but it's the rest of the team and i'm just like yeah. Uh, uh, dude is on his like. He's got a little bit of Drew Brees in him. Mm-hmm. He's made he's way. he's made some poor decisions. I've seen some bad throws. I guess the thing is like like I guess because it's that Tom Brady effect. Like they're gonna give him. They're gonna give him the you know the. The reasonable doubt, basically. Right. But, especially when you know there is there is some evidence on the other side where like. Some of the good, especially at the beginning of the season, where there was some, and I, I actually felt bad for him. A lot of those games were like they didn't have anything cooking, and he throws these passes that are like right on the money, and it's just dropped. Yeah, Mike Evans has had a bad case of the drops this year. But the, the, well, it's that's the thing rough. too is it wasn't. It's not even just like it wasn't even just him. It was like multiple guys were were dropping the ball, whether it's whether it's a running back or a wide receiver. But that's, like, I mean, that that also goes hand in hand with he missed a lot of the preseason. Yeah. I'm not even talking preseason games. I'm just talking about practice where you're building rapport with the guys. I mean, the first half of it, you were retired. You took a break in the middle of it, and you were there for like 
three weeks. And I guess that's, that's sort of like, not, I guess not necessarily what's going on with Russell Wilson, but it's like when, I guess it's more or less the thing where like Russell Wilson's letting his ego get in the way, whereas like Tom Brady has a lot, had, obviously now we know he had a lot of off the field right. stuff that was probably taken away from his uh, normal routine. Mm-hmm. Where I guess maybe you know so many so many players came back from the previous season. Maybe he was just like you know what, like we'll be fine. You know, right? Like, even if maybe we won't be fine at first, but we'll get there. And I guess it's just you know they just never got there. No, it's it's over with. But going to be but. You know, they, obviously they could still they could still get into the, they could still get into the playoffs. I don't. I, I mean, we got to beat the Panthers. Like, think about that right now, Kenny. The Panthers could win the NFC South. Disgusting. It's crazy. It's crazy. The Saints still could. <laughs> it would need a lot to happen, I, but like, it's so stupid. I'm like looking at this division, and I'm just like, me, I'm over here like, do not. Do not win another game, for the love of God. I mean, it's not going to matter if we don't have a first-round pick anyways. I was about to say. But I'm like, just just let it go, man. Like, what's the uh, point? Like, the Eagles they, the Eagles should trounce them. And they, they better. Should. But their defense is still so good. And the other part of it is, is like, your team's going to look completely different next year. My Did team's going to look completely different next year. All these years of these defenses, like they're 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 pissing away like Super Bowl caliber defenses. Okay. Maybe not maybe not as much this year, but like I would say maybe like the like the previous two seasons, especially like that last season that Drew Brees was here. Like that. like that defense was playing so well. Out. And they just you know I get it. I mean I get it. Like you, you can't. You know, you just can't straight dump a guy that's done so much for the team and the city and all that stuff. I get it. Like, they had to let him keep playing. Oh, but, dude. But yeah, damn. At the trade deadline, I was already trading everybody. I said, trade Mike Evans. Get him to a contender. Trade uh, uh, Lenny. Get him to Philadelphia. Get him on a contender. Yeah. Trade Tom, like just try to get picks because we're about to run into a, we're about to fall off the cliff. Hey, it's Tom, ain't, Tom ain't coming back next year, right? Oh, he's not coming back to Tampa. Yeah, if he comes I mean. back, he's going somewhere else. Oh, yeah, yeah, he ain't, he ain't back to Tampa. I think all signs point to San Francisco. Tommy to San Francisco. <laughs> For yeah. one last, for one last, right now. for one last go round, yeah, with McCaffrey and fucking Debo, and that's where Ayuk he needs and, to be. He needs oh to be God. a team that's run first. Oh yeah, for sure. Damn. He can't. And it has a, like he, how, and it has that lockdown defense like that yeah, to get him favorable, like favorable, favorable uh, field position stuff like that. How Payton yeah. won his second Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Just handing the ball off, throwing. 10-yard passes. Oh, yeah, that defense was dominant that oh, year. Oh, dude. Uh, they threw a stat up the other day. You know Tom Brady's average air time on a football? Or average air distance on a football? This season? 
Yeah. <sighs> Why do I feel like it's like less than 10 yards? Oh, it's 7.2. Wow. <laughs> 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 defenses are playing up. Everybody knows he's not going deep on them no more. Damn, dude. That's rough. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's hard. It's just hard to imagine because it's still, it's still got guys. I don't know, man. We're just limping, limping. It's it's just a rough year for everybody. Um, hold on one second. Let me check on something. Hey, Lindsay, did you check into our flight? Oh. All right, I'm going to check in real quick. Got to do it. Because we have to check in for our flight. Okay, I'll just let you know. Dang. I set, my I set timers for that thing. We're we not can... flying Southwest. Oh, you're not? That's probably a good thing. <laughs> right now, anyways. <laughs> I just did. Yeah, the whole thing with Southwest got me a little. Oh, dude, it's a little concerned, but at the same right now. at the same time, like I, I'm not saying I would never travel during the holidays, like during Christmas and stuff, but like I don't know if I would take the risk of like flying anywhere during Christmas. You know what I mean? Because it's so many people travel during Christmas and like the Christmas and Thanksgiving are like the two holidays where like if I'm going somewhere other than home, I'm driving. You right. know what I mean? Like, because because I mean you get like obviously based on where we live, you got to factor in the possibility of weather. Right. Like sometimes it's hit or miss. Like this, like right now, it's going to end up being like sixty degrees at some point. But last week it was not, you know, so it's like, I don't want to, I don't, there's too many variables. And then having to deal with so many people, like, if, if it's like, if I can't get there within like seven or eight hours or less, then I'm just probably not going to do it. Right. Not that, I mean, there's some pretty good, there's some pretty good places though. Like, we always talk about wanting to go somewhere for Christmas. But we just, obviously we've never done it. Because of family yeah. and stuff, but like so many places would be cool. Like we've never actually went to like New Orleans for Christmas. Like we've seen the Christmas lights and stuff, but never actually like went for Christmas. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, or, I would say that. that I'd want to go somewhere like that where there's kind of like a Christmas thing. I guess you could say. I bet, like I bet Savannah's probably cool for Christmas. Yeah, I bet so too. Or Charleston, you know, all those places are within reasonable driving distance. I don't like driving and like the, the the thought of driving seven or eight hours kind of makes me like a little sick <laughs> but i guess if you think about it and somebody put it to me this way when i was talking about it at work like how i hate driving they're like all right say you are flying out somewhere and it would normally take you seven hours to drive but it takes two hours to fly and they're like all right when do you get up I'm like, all right, cool. So, say you, you, you got to get there at eight. All right, so you get up at five. 
to try to leave the house or even earlier because you want to try to get there like because I always get there like two hours early because I don't like I don't I don't like thinking about any kind of variables. So like, all right, so now you, you you get up at this time, you give yourself like an hour to get ready, then you leave. All right, now you're two hours. So they start adding up all this time. They're like, all right, so now you're there. Your flight doesn't leave until this time. Here's now you add in the flight time. So by the time like you add in all your time, and then the time it takes to get like your rental car and then actually leave, they're like, all right, well if you would have got up, loaded your car and drove, it's really not that big of a difference. Right. As far as arrival time, if you leave. Basically, instead of dry, instead of getting up early and like getting ready and going to the airport and waiting and doing all this and that, you just get up and drive. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I get it. I get it. It's just the process. I don't <laughs> like the process. I don't either. I'm with you. It's not fun. It's never going to be fun. <laughs> but you know, I get it. It's cheaper and all that stuff. You don't have to worry about a rental car and everything. So. Yeah. There's some. There's some. There's benefits. Well, we're going to bring stuff home. Bedtime, time, sir. We talked too much it is, man. today. That's all right. It's been a good show, though. It was long overdue. See, see. Well, man, have a good evening. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, uh, I hope uh, Richard's feeling better and is able to come off the uh, is able to shake the the uh, headache and illness he gets from watching this football game. Watch the Titans win by like 30. Oh, dude, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Told <were> you. <laughs> Josh Dobbs uh, is the answer. <laughs> he's not. Oh, man. He's not. No, he's not at all. All right, man. You have a good evening. Y'all take it easy. You too. I'm just going to find a yep, stop find, find <laughs> the stop button here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>